Hi, everyone. This is Julia from Points of View. I am so excited today to be introducing my guest, Dr. Heather Sattler. She is a restorative practice coordinator for the Cudahy School District. Prior to her work in Cudahy, Heather worked as an educator for the Milwaukee Public Schools System for 26 years. During 11 of her years at MPS, she taught restorative practices at the Alliance School and facilitated workshops with her students, with young people and adults from the local, national, and international communities. Recently, Heather and her former students taught restorative practices to educators and community organizers in South Carolina's Restorative Justice Initiative in Columbia, South Carolina. In addition to her work within schools, Heather is a co-collaborator of Restorative Circles, LLC, for the past eight years. She has co-facilitated circles and workshops for Sharon Lerman for organizations and schools that are learning and implementing restorative practices. A partial listing includes Black Health Coalition of Wisconsin, Sojourner Family Peace Center, Safe and Sound, and La Causa. Heather received a doctorate in education from Alberta College and a master's in mass communication from the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee with a bachelor in English and secondary education in theater arts, as well as a certificate of adult education and organization development from Alverno College. She is also a certified yoga teacher. Most of all, Heather is grateful to be walking through life with her three children as she co-creates transformational spaces for connection and healing. Oh, without further ado, I would love to introduce to you my friend, Dr. Heather Sattler. Hi, Julie. <laughs> Hi, it's so great to have you here on the show. Thank you so much, Heather. Dr. Heather, can I call you Heather? Um, never... I would appreciate if you call me Heather. We've known each other since we were 14. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll call you doctor because you deserve the title. My gosh, you've done so much. My dear friend. Tell me, how did you get start, started with restorative practices? So when I was on a sabbatical and pregnant with my third child, Elias, uh, a mutual friend of ours, Kim, said, I'm doing this work and you would really love it. It's really a reflection of who you are. Yeah. So I came and I sat in a circle with Kim and some young people. And this was at Washington High School and a wonderful facilitator named Yvette Morell, wonderful circle keeper. And after that day, I realized that this is something that I wanted to learn more about. And so I connected with Yvette and I said to her, you know, I'm going to be applying for a job. And one of the schools I'm applying for a job is Alliance. And would you be willing to come to Alliance and teach the work, this work um, to the young people and to me? And she said, yes. And so when I apply and I said, can, can I tell them that at Alliance? And she said, yes. And so when I went to Alliance and I applied for the job, I said, so if I'm hired here, um, Yvette Morell will come here and teach the young people in me um, restorative practice, specifically circle keeping. And so I was very, very blessed to learn the sacred practice of circle um, from Yvette Morell for uh, a number of months at the Alliance School. And I got very excited about um, the work that we were doing. I saw it as such, such a, a beautiful and sacred space. And I saw it as a way to um, not only cultivate liberation for myself, but create a space 
where others could be invited into themselves to do the same. Yeah. So Heather, I've been in one of these circles and it's for lack of a better term, I have to say there's an energetic event that happens. There's almost like this event of realizing love and healing that happens in these circles. <laughs> Maybe you can explain that better than I can. Please, you're, you're the practitioner on this. Give us some of the logistics on this. Well, I just want to say that this work is inspired by indigenous traditions, right? And and I think it's fair to say and very likely that our ancestors um, have all at some point sat around in a circle together around a fire. And when I when I think about this work, I think about how we all have this love within us and this this sense of connection, right? And that when we sit in the space of the circle, what happens is we have this opportunity to see the various reflections of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And when we are sitting in the space of the circle, it, sometimes it's easy to embrace a part of ourselves that we like and are able to see um, and willing to see. And sometimes we see parts of ourselves and others or others resonate with parts of us that we don't want to see, right? Mm -hmm. Or parts that we may abandon. But through the process of sitting in circle, what happens is as people open up and share their hearts and share their stories, we begin to really see them. And we, we cultivate this deep listening for ourselves and each other. And we remember that actually we are connected and we see that connection through our stories. And it's just a very, very, very powerful process. You know, for my listeners, it's it's kind of hard to maybe grasp what we're talking about here. But I mean, think about that person that drives you crazy, right? Is this a good example? If I think about the person that's driving me crazy, just, <laughs> I can't take it anymore, right? And then one day you go, holy cow, I do that. And the light bulb goes on, right? And then then does it, that allow for forgiveness? Is that the restorative part? Is that what is captured in these circles, do you think? You know, I think it's, I think you said it very well, that I think this is a practice that really is meant to be experienced. And so sometimes it's difficult through words. Mm -hmm. and, and I do want to say that there are many restorative practices. And I think about the circle as the heart of restorative practice because in the space of the circle, we cultivate, as I was saying before, this deep listening for ourselves and for each other. And as we, when we begin a circle, we, we, we sit in a space, well, first of all, imagine a group of people sitting in a circle, right? And circles can look many different ways. Mm -hmm. And I always invite people to to bring their hearts and their experiences and their traditions, just as I have brought my heart and my experiences and my traditions and all that I have learned from my teachers mm -hmm. into that space and creating the intention that we will all move forward, you know, to the highest good. And so I think what's important in the space of the circle is that we start with a ceremony. And I believe that life is sacred. 
And so when we have a ceremony, then that invites this, this element of sacredness, right? Mm -hmm. And when we're sitting in a circle, we have the opportunity, we have a talking piece, right? And we pass the piece and whomever is holding the talking piece is the only person who is speaking. And the talking piece can be a rock. It can be an object that is important to the person that holds a story. And when we share the story of the piece, it gives it this, it's like holding somebody's story when we're actually holding the piece. So it's very, very special. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, I love how you start the circle with that beautiful Spanish poem, You Are My Other Me. Yeah, so In La Cache is um, a poem written by Louise Valdez, and we translate it from Spanish to English. And the words in English, I, I don't know the words in Spanish as well. I can grab them for you. But basically the words in English and the translation are, you are my other me. If I do harm to you, I do harm to myself. If I love and respect you, I love and respect myself. And so one of my former students, Ramsey Braden, and here's my son. I'm in the middle of a recording, sweetie. Um, Ramsey Braden. So Ramsey Braden, one of my former students, brought this to uh, us at the Alliance School many years ago when he was facilitating a circle. And my students all felt that that beautiful poem embodied the work that we do. And so they decided and we decided that we would open and close our circles within La Cache. And so it became a tradition. But the truth is you don't have to um, do hold circle in any one particular way, but this just became a beautiful way uh, that that we shared. Yeah, yeah, and and what I've experienced in these circles has been such a great camaraderie and and bonding. There's this moment of understanding, and almost that everybody is able to create a, an insight. Um, for me, just to share an example of my personal experience with the circle, it's amazing how we check in. Everybody checks in. And sometimes you have something planned, but sometimes in the check-in, the topic is right there that we all need to talk about, right? And it, and then and and so we experience a topic. And I'm trying to remember. I think it was about perfection um, that we were talking about a little bit, and and guilt and dealing with that and trying to understand those stories. And then this collaboration of people in the circle, all sharing and resonating. And by the time we were all done, there was such healing about redefining perfection. Maybe we're just taught badly and we have to reframe, right? There was these amazing healing truths that came out of these stories that if you really, if, if, we, if we planned it or controlled it in any other way, it wouldn't have happened. Is that fair to say? Yes. And I think that's one of the things too, that I, I think I'm driving at is that, you know, when we're going to hold a circle, we think about the people with whom we're going to be sitting, we plan, right? We have an intention, we have a, we have an agenda that we're following an outline. And, you know, and I always say to people when, when I'm teaching this work that, you know, we have a plan, but sometimes in the midst of the plan, the plan drops in. <laughs> <laughs> the real you know, plan. And, and what we're all really there to talk about that we weren't even aware of, right, just rises up from within us. 
and then we move with that. And so it's about really deeply listening. And what I think is so powerful about this work is that we all have the wisdom within us. Yes. And so when we're sitting in the space of the circle, we're listening to ourselves, we're listening to each other. And when someone is sharing, and this is what happened in that circle that you're talking about, one person shared a challenge that they were facing, right? And many people in the circle, and I, you, I could feel it, and I know that you could feel it too, many people resonated with it. And different people share different perspectives related to that particular story. And as a result of it, the person who brought this challenge forward that rose up from within her was able to hear different perspectives and able to then discern for herself which which of those stories really supported her in moving forward. And so in many ways, our stories are like medicine, right, for each other. And we all have the choice to decide what will be supportive of us? Because ultimately we know we are our own healers. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, we talk about that as a, as a health coach. You know, we don't tell people what the answers are. We ask the questions because the truth is already inside. You really already know, right? Right. And I really, I, when I sit in restorative or, or I watch a restorative circle, you know, I, and somebody will probably say I'm being a little woo-woo, but I'm not there is this energy of love. Now, you know, we talk about all kinds of energies. We have Eros energy, love. We have pathos, love. We have agape, love. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't think it's Eros. I would say maybe agape, maybe pathos, but there's this love element because how can you not be in circle and not try to be collaborative and cooperative? There's this amazing energy that happens when you talked about the thing that resonated in the group, nobody was trying to fight another person about it. Everybody was right there supportive about it. And there were different opinions, mm -hmm. but nobody fought. There was no argument. Everybody listened in such a wonderful way. And there was this element of, for lack of a better term, I'm going to call it love that this group had for each other. And when we were done, there were, there were friendships that were made and it was pretty cool to watch in the different organizations that you've worked with. I saw the black coalition was one of them. I think the black health coalition. Thank you. The black uh -huh. health coalition. Thank you so much for correcting me. Do you have examples of this, this kind of um, love collaboration that has happened? Yeah, I was actually working with a group of people today mm -hmm. and uh, it was a beautiful day today because my daughter, Iman, my eldest daughter was co-facilitating, uh, teaching Aww. a group of people today. And it was a group of people who didn't know each other. And so we started out the beginning of the day, not knowing each other very well, but by the end of the day, everyone's hearts felt very connected. And one of the people commented about how the people in the group had very diverse backgrounds and life experiences and yet they were so appreciative of really at the core how much we we had in common right and I think one of the things I was thinking about I was just in, in Costa Rica last weekend and there's a sense whenever I go to a country that that has a sense of community within their culture a sort of being a collective 
And when I come back to the United States, I feel a difference, right? Mm -hmm. And there's, there's sort of a sense of uh, separation. And I was reflecting on that and thinking about the ways in which I and we can protect ourselves by creating separation between ourselves and each other within ourselves <laughs> separation from parts of ourselves right yes, 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 and, um, with each other which actually are reflections of parts of ourselves right mm -hmm. and so i think what happens in the space of the circle those walls of protection right that go up out of habit and ways in which we have learned poorly right um go up but in the space of the circle what happens is we begin to relax into our bodies into our being recognizing that perhaps we don't have to have those protections in that space and when people become vulnerable and open up then it creates an openness in, in our hearts and and oftentimes when one person is open and vulnerable in a circle that will just open up the space for everybody else and so I think that vulnerability leads people to to just see each other's hearts, to yeah. see each other authentically. And that's where yeah. that love connection really happens. Yes. Oh, I agree. We only have about eight minutes left. Dr. Heather Sattler, my friend. And in that time, is there anything you'd like to share is there an opportunity that people can go to experience a circle if they're interested or a way that they could contact an organization that you work with or if you yourself, like, what, what can they do to experience a circle? I think that there are um, circles happening all over online and in people's areas too. Um, I can say that in... Um, Right now, I'm actually working at the school district of Cudahy, and so I'm offering um, introduction to restorative practice workshops there, and so we will be having um, a few more this year, and I'm opening those up to people outside of Cudahy as well, because I think this is an opportunity for people to, to participate and to connect. And so that is one option. And there are many others, and I don't have them at my fingertips right now, but there are many wonderful practitioners in Milwaukee with whom I am connected. And so I'm happy to um, connect people with others. Yeah. So well, I would suggest if you're in the area to check out Cudahy School District. I would say maybe to contact me. At the Cudahy at the Cudahy School District, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I'm actually on the website, and my email is there. And so, if someone is interested um, in learning more about the practice, please feel free to contact me there. That's great. I am so grateful that you took this time today. I know that you had a long day, but I know that my listeners will be so grateful to hear this information about this amazing event, these circles that allow peace to happen in a world that sometimes can be chaotic and a place where there is healing in, in a place sometimes where there's a lot of pain. Thank you so much, Dr. Heather. And thank you, my listeners and Anchor, sponsored by Spotify, for allowing us to have this great podcast today of Points of View. 
Have a great day, everybody. Wishing you the beauty of the world.